Hello and welcome back to Beginner's SEO Podcast, SEO Your Way to Success. I'm Phoebe here at The Plan Success and I'm passionate about helping small business owners, solo marketers, anyone who's interested in SEO really, understand SEO, get to grips with it so they can do it themselves without the need for expensive agencies or whatever. So last week's episode was super long, so I'm just going to get straight into it today. Today, we're going to be talking all about ChatGPT, AI, and whether or not it's good for SEO. So I'm going to really delve into that when it's not good. And then I'm also going to give you some tips for when you should use it or when you can use it. You don't have to use it, but it can speed up a lot of aspects. So when I'm talking about AI and ChatGPT, when you think of it for SEO, most people genuinely, genuinely, most people genuinely think, oh, it will be able to write my blogs for me. And I am seeing a big rise in this. Actually, the inspiration for this episode was a couple clients of mine, uh, because I have my main SEO consultancy business. A couple clients of mine, um, they're writers. Uh, I'm seeing them more and more trying to pass off ChatGPT content as their own. Um, and I mean, the issue is, I can see it's been created by AI without even sort of having to analyze it or run it through one of those tests. So if I can see that as a human, and I'm not an expert writer or anything, but if I can tell it's AI created content, Google can definitely tell as well. And that's the problem, you see. That's what's kind of happening at the moment, this massive explosion of AI generated content all across the web. Um, And Google kind of, and other search engines, are on a crackdown at the moment to sort of hunt out the most helpful content in a way to sort of differentiate from this AI content. They're actually planning a new algorithm update, uh, I think in the next month or so. And this was called another helpful content update. And what it is, is they'll be pushing to the top of rankings, content which is genuinely helpful, and pushing to the bottom of rankings, i.e. sort of, you know, you'll be dropping off the face of the planet, spammy content, AI content, generic content, um, content that's based, biased, trying to get you to sell, buy something, all that stuff will drop and genuine helpful content will rise. So it is, you know, this is a hot topic that I do kind of want to warn you all about. Um, and if you're thinking, oh no, chat GPT content is so good. It's so, you know, it's, I can't tell the difference. Um, you might not tell the difference because it's your first time using it. But if you try using it a few times, you will notice the general, general, I'm really having a problem with G words today, the general tone of chat GPT content or AI content in general is very similar. The content it puts out is always going to be very generic. The way it writes is quite obvious if you've seen it a few times. It often ends up repeating phrases, i.e. perhaps something like, um, It will say things like additionally a lot or what's more a lot, things like these. And it's just really kind of painful to read. Um, I mean, okay, I'm really turning into a slate on AI and I don't want it to be because I am going to delve into the good points of it. But think of it like this, right? Spammy content's been around for years um, and that's fine because it's never really been sort of a hot topic. So everyone's just kind of ignored it. And when I say spammy content, I mean AI content. AI content isn't new. It's just getting better and better. And these sort of now mass programs that have been produced for the masses 
have become mainstream. That's it. AI has become mainstream. Um, and it's always been there and it's getting better and better over time, but it's still not quite there. Case in point, there's already robots that could cut your hair. Um, but would you want a robot to cut your hair? And if you say yes, then okay, this podcast isn't for you. <laughs> but if you say no, you'd still prefer a human to write your to cut your hair, then it's the same with AI. You shouldn't expect AI to write your blog content for you. It's not going to rank on on Google. Um, yeah, we're still at that stage where it's not AI hasn't got that personal touch. It's not it's just not the same and it won't be for years yet, which is why SEO is still going to be so important, at least for the next five to 10 years. Um, even though these new ways that search engines are, are changing, they're at its core, they're going to stay the same. People will still be clicking through to websites. People, people will still be reading your blogs, looking for unique information. We're not at the stage of AI where it will be taking away people's jobs, writers' jobs yet. So what I'm currently telling all my clients is that if you're only using ChatGPT to write your content, then your website is going to end up a clone of, say, another dozen websites that are also doing the same thing, or worse, hundreds or even thousands of websites that are all doing the same thing. All these websites are going to end up with the exact same articles. And what do you think Google's going to think of that? It's just going to place your website in the kind of realm of spammy websites. It won't stand out. It won't be authoritative. It won't show expertise or authority or trust. And Google won't trust your website. If Google doesn't trust your blogs, it won't trust your whole website. When we're trying to write blogs, you're not just writing them for your audience. You're also writing them for Google bots and their ranking algorithm. The algorithm looks at your whole website and decides this is a trustworthy website. Can we push its content and its product pages or its service pages up the rankings? So your blogs will affect your service pages and product pages. Having good quality content is really important. And again, I'm going to touch on that helpful content update, which is coming up soon for Google. A big thing they look at Google is EEAT. And this stands for expertise, experience, authority, and trustworthiness. These are the factors you want to show on your blogs when you're writing content. And I've done a whole episode on this of how you can demonstrate this. So you might want to head back and show that and have a listen to that, I mean. Um, but if you're writing your content using AI, then you're not going to show any of these factors. And Google isn't going to rank your website highly. Okay. Okay, so there's only two more things why I don't really love um, ChatGPT. Don't worry, this, like I said, this isn't bashing AI. AI is great. It has sped up a lot of my work processes. Um, but the second kind of main point that's wrong with AI content, it's not fact-checked. So AI tools, they scrape the internet uh, and then they regurgitate it. You know, they learn patterns um, and they know how to write like a human but they're not actually checking to see the exact height of the Eiffel Tower. Is that the correct fact? They're not, you know, cross-checking it against other sources. So whatever facts it gives you, they can often be horribly incorrect. And if some, if your industry needs to be correct, for instance, perhaps you sell healthcare products, then it's vital for legal reasons and, you know, the safety of others that the information you put out there is correct which is why ChatGPT, you can't rely on it for factual information. 
Um, there's far too many instances of often dangerous facts being written by AI tools. It's not a credible source of factual information, and you can't be cited. Can't be cited in say academic writing. So don't try and put it in your blogs as sort of whatever facts it gives you. You've really got to check them. So then you're just like, well, why don't I just write this in the first place? So there you have my three reasons why I don't love ChatGPT. It's not factually correct, and it's often actually very incorrect. It creates very sort of vague, generic content, which is painfully obvious to the human eye that it's written by AI. And then see, it just creates spammy, fluffy content, which is a clone of everyone else's website. So it's not unique, it's not original, it's not exciting. So those are my three main reasons why you shouldn't use ChatGPT to write your blog posts. However, let's now take on a positive tone because what I'm going to discuss now are my, is it four? Hang on. Yes, four main ways I use ChatGPT um, in my blogging. Now, I did do an episode on six ways you can use ChatGPT. So some of these are similar. Feel free to not listen to this, but if you don't want, make sure you check out my website as always. Um, But yeah, okay. So these are my four main ways that I use ChatGPT to speed up blogging. Number one, it's great for idea generating. If you're at the first beginning stages of keyword research, the first step you need to do is generate your seed list of ideas. Now, if you don't know anything about keyword research, you don't know what I'm talking about, I would recommend you head to my website, www.theplansuccess.com. You can check out my free resources. I've also got a mini course there where I take you step-by-step on how to optimize your business website. And in just a few hours, you could have your whole website optimized with the keyword research done. You'll understand exactly what your business is targeting. And that way you'll be able to rise up the ranks of organic, um, rise up the ranks of Google. But let's pretend that you do know what keyword research is. And the first step you need to do is generate your seed ideas. ChatGPT is great for this. You know, it just spits out tons and tons of ideas a lot faster than our little brains. Um, can actually <laughs> compute. So I definitely would recommend it for that. But then once you've got your C list of ideas, you then need to go away and check up to date stats on say keyword uh, search volume, difficulty, have a look at the competitors. You need to do that using a tool and manual work as well. Like I said, we go through all this on my course. If you've got no idea what I'm talking about, the second reason why I do think ChatGPT is really great, you can use it once you've done your keyword research, you can then use it to write your blog outline. You know, you can write a really detailed prompt saying, hey, I want to write a blog or a guide on um, the best things to do in Paris. And then ChatGPT will give you a lovely, nice blog outline. Imagine it's like planning an essay. It's got all the paragraph headings or whatever like that. Um, And then you can then tailor it and then you can start filling in the paragraphs. And I think that's a really nice happy medium between sort of speeding up the blog writing process, but without um, losing the personal touch of humans (laughs) uh, and avoiding that spammy AI content. And you could also make sure that your statistics or facts or whatever dates you put in there are all correct and up to date. Um, Yeah, and really even more than factually correct, or no, I'd say they're on a par, but you know, it's really important to have factually correct stats and facts, but then also that human and original content. Say if you've got a funny story about a bakery you visited in Paris, add that in. 
That's what makes a piece of writing interesting and it gives it that personal touch. Google loves that. It's all about, you know, quote unquote, be authentic. They say it all the time on social media and it's also true when it comes to your blogging, okay? So that's my second reason. Number three, um, if you're then, you've taken your blog brief and you're filling in the paragraphs, but there's a couple paragraphs that you're really struggling with and it just doesn't come out sounding right, or perhaps you've got sales copy on a page that you've already written, but it just doesn't seem to flow, I think a great use of ChatGPT or any AI tool is to ask it to rewrite paragraphs, not whole blog posts. Do not do that. But certain snippets, certain paragraphs here and there, it can really help you get out of a rut and speed things along. Um, yeah, that's number three. And then my final reason I like um, ChatGPT is it's really useful for creating sort of uh, salesy or that's the wrong word. Um, helps entice people where you with sales. I guess sales is the word I'm going to use. <laughs> For instance, your meta titles or your meta descriptions. Again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, my course does go over all of this. Or you can probably head back and listen to a lot of my other episodes where I do talk over all the different aspects of beginner SEO. But your meta titles and meta descriptions, they're designed to help people click through to your page. Um, and if you're not the best at writing sales language, sales copy, then ChatGPT here can really help. It'll give you, you know, say you ask it to rewrite a meta title 10 different ways in a, with a sales tone. It can give you 10 different options and then you can tweak it a bit. You don't have to sit there trying to think of everything and be creative 100% of the time. What I want is for you to be <laughs> creative some of the time, okay? Because we can't rely on AI. That's what I'm trying to get at with this episode. ChatGPT is good for SEO. However, it is not good for writing, for doing all your SEO. Yeah, there we go. I'll say that again. ChatGPT is good for SEO. However, we can't rely on it for our SEO. It's going to speed up things for us, but it will never take away that human touch and that correct human touch. Um, okay, this is a short episode today, which is nice for me because sometimes I feel they drag on. But um, as always, check out my Instagram at The Plan Success um, or head to my website, www.theplansuccess.com, where I've got free resources. I've also got my course up there where I take you step by step on how to optimize a business website from start to finish. You need to have zero SEO knowledge to be able to do my course because I take you through it step by step, beginner's level. Um, and at the end of it, after a few hours, your whole website will be optimized and ready to sort of rank on Google. What sounds better than that, hey? Um, if you've got any questions, always email me or DM me on Instagram, whatever. And that's all for now. All right, bye-bye.